Are you listening to this show hoping to get some golden nuggets to help you on your way to recovery? Well, great. I hope that you find them because that is exactly what this show is for. But if you really want to take your recovery all the way, completely commit and get on track with your goals, whether they be finally feeling overall healthy, finally getting pregnant, or finally getting back to training, you'll want to join us inside of the HA Society. Not only is this the perfect community to ask questions and get your support and the accountability that you so often need during these uphill battles with body image and understanding nutrition and incorporating exercise, but it's also a hub of exclusive resources for HAers. All of the HA podcast episodes are released in advance and completely ad-free, so you can listen on the go to the raw, unedited versions, uninterrupted. All of the one-on-one coaching calls, of which we have two a week in different time zones, are uploaded to our private podcast feed so that you can listen to events with practitioners and the past community calls as though they were bonus podcast episodes, because I know how much you love to listen to this kind of stuff. And in these calls, we cover requested topics like overcoming the weight gain fears, communicating with friends and family about our HA, diving into how HA works, and debunking the imposter syndrome that so many of us have around this diagnosis. There's also an entire resources section with lectures, workshops, and training from the past events that are hosted by experts like Sarah Liz King, Laura Lyons, Kaylee McDevitt, Holly Dunn, and many more. As a member, you also get direct access to myself and Coach Ashley in the DMs. So if you have personal questions or need individualized advice about your recovery, we're in there answering your questions in the DMs, as are all of our other members in the group who impress me week after week with how they show up for each other. It's incredible. It's like women are just all becoming mini coaches for each other. It's so good. The HA Society is really the place to be if you're going through recovery, no matter what stage you're at. Whether you have HA or you've got a few recovery periods, we have your back and we're all your new best friends. So come and meet us at thehasociety.com forward slash join. That's thehasociety.com forward slash join and the link is in the show notes for you okay on with the show hey ladies um not sure if you can hear i you, i doubt you can in the distant background my husband is blaring christmas carols right now because he's waiting for me to go down and <laughs> decorate the christmas tree but i'm busy i'm here with you guys i am so excited to bring to you this monthly bonus episode I do a bonus episode every single month on the day that the HA Society is open for enrollment. It closes in just a few days. Let me look. It closes on Wednesday the 16th. So we're only open for three days this week. So if you want to join, you better join ASAP before the doors close again. Inside of the society, you can get tons of bonus content. I release all the episodes to the podcast in advance, way before they come out on this show. And I also 
do community calls every single week where you can jump on a call and if you miss it I will upload the recording and you can listen to that just like a little bonus podcast episode as well so tons of exclusive content but where it's really at is the community you can post any questions you want in the message board you can access me if you have any questions or my partner in crime Ashley or really all of the all of the girls there's like private messaging there's a message board it's a really fantastic community and I love our um like three time a week calls there's there there's three a week to ensure that there's one for every time zone that works so we've got most of the time zones on and it's so much fun these girls have just become my family I actually low-key told the girls in the group that I was pregnant before I told like anyone else including my husband for a couple people (laughs) so we're like family in there if you guys want to get some support and want to become a part of our community please do and don't forget to check out when you go to the website to join so you can go right now it's um thehasociety.com go click join scroll to the bottom join for the the $12.99 a month membership and if you want to get one-on-one coaching that's like $100 a month about $25 a week you can also select my name or Ashley's name our other coach and you can get coaching done too but if you if you don't want to work one-on-one with anyone don't worry about that just come and join the membership that's absolutely where it's at I can't wait to see you guys in the group it's my favorite time of the month so yeah I'll see you guys in there. Now, please enjoy this one-on-one Q&A session that Chloe Hodgkinson and I did. We love getting together. She's like, if I could pick a co-host to run like a a show, like The View, about HA, that would be amazing. I mean, maybe I should just get a co-host of this show and have it be like that. I would have Chloe Hodgkinson, Meg Doll. Sarah Liz King, and probably some other people, some of the other girls inside of the society. Oh, Nikki and Erica for sure. And then we would create um, a little talk show all about women's health. It would be so great. Anyway, I'm rambling now. Have an amazing day, guys. Happy Monday. And I will see you next, oh, in two days on Wednesday. Ha ha. All right. Bye. Hey, and welcome to the Hypothalamic Amenorrhea Podcast, an adulting advice podcast production. I'm Danny Sheriff, and this is the place to come if you care about getting your period regularly. This podcast aims to educate, inform, and keep you motivated on your period and HA recovery track. And quick disclaimer, guys, I'm not a doctor, and none of the information in this podcast is intended to replace medical advice. Always seek the advice from your physician. Hey everyone, welcome back to the HA podcast. I'm excited. I'm joined here by Chloe. I feel like I haven't spoken to Chloe Hodgkinson in like maybe a month or a couple of months. So excited to catch up. Welcome. Hello. Thanks for having me back. It's very exciting. Yeah, I think it must have been a month. We've even been quite quiet on socials to each other as well, which um, is quite quite rare normally about how we caught up wasn't it we were, we were chatting so much but I think I don't know about you but this month has just been an absolute whirlwind yes no that is exactly what happened with me um no it, this month has been freaking crazy and 
I have just been like super overwhelmed with all the things I've put on my plate. And like, dude, doing a podcast and do having a YouTube channel and like being on social is really tiring. And I've honestly been trying to spend less time on it, which is probably why like I've been making like less effort to chat with friends online because I don't know. It's just like, oh, I know I'd rather talk to you on a podcast. Yeah, I um, I sometimes find as well that when you need it most, the things that the things that you need the most when you need it most are the least likely things that you're gonna do. <laughs> so, like for me, yeah, it's been that sweet whirlwind, and I probably would have benefited from reaching out to some of my closest friends probably a lot more than what I actually have done, and um, because you prioritize everything else, right? You you prioritize what you have to do or what you feel like you need to do rather than what you want to do and what's good for the soul which um yeah I think especially if you suffered from HA is probably quite quite resonating right now (laughs) we tend to uh have that yes I feel like I have just um put like so much shit on my plate and I'm very creative and I love to do and make lots of things and I've really had a moment where I've been like oh okay like this is edging into the not fun territory and I need to like bring it back and make sure it's all it's all fun and there's just like pressure sometimes and I don't know why yeah I think a lot of the time if you are I don't really like to categorize us sort of people but there (laughs) tends to be what I've seen is like a lot of similar traits and that is that if we're not now we've managed to kind of get rid of the whole fit one and the fitness kind of persona we still have the tendency to do 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 ah yes (laughs) i i heard you i just was putting my headphones in to avoid the echo yes that is us we we do 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 um and it does suck to like categorize us that way, but we're just the most susceptible to this kind of thing. And yeah, I just like really want to step back and be like, okay, two YouTube videos a month, four podcasts a month. You don't have to do anything else. Like what, like why do you, why? But I get very excited. So yeah. And I think I think the best thing is what I always bring back to is why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. And if you can just bring yourself back into center you to your why, and I feel like you're in a similar boat for me. For me, my why is because I just want to be someone that I needed a few years ago. And that that is a lot of the time enough for me to then be like, okay, yeah, what did I need when I was like two years ago? Or when I was 18 and that's kind of then what kind of spurs my creativity and when I'm in a bit of a rut but yeah yeah and also like what is going to be the biggest impact you know it's like who is the person that I needed and what is the way I can make the biggest impact with that because I get all roped up in like oh and I could do this and I could like write about this and I could record something about this and it's like maybe just the podcast just reaches so many more people than like my Instagram does. So I just want to like 
focus on that. And then I, and it's like, also, I don't know if you do this, but I allow myself to spend the most time and get the most stressed about the thing that is like having the least impact. Yeah. I've got quite good at, um, I only post from the heart is what I say. So mm-hmm. I'll only now I, I generally, I definitely did previously, but now I would say, don't do it unless your heart says yes. And don't, if your heart's not singing when you're doing it, it's not going to reach the people that you want it to reach anyway, because of law of attraction, right? Like you, you will get what, what you give off. So if the content's not coming from your heart, it's probably not going to reach or resonate with the type of people that you want it to resonate with in a particular way that you kind of intended. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah. It's like, it's okay to have a season or a month where you have like less to say, which will happen. 100%. And a lot of time that can be because of where we are in our cycle, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, like sometimes you wake up and you're like, I have no creativity whatsoever. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Tomorrow I might do. And if I don't tomorrow, then, and I, I'd appreciate it's hard. It's, it's, especially when, like we've said, we're, we're doers, right? But I think having that deeper, peace and grounding and just having a minute and going do you know what I'm not creative today if I don't do this from my heart anyway it's not going to resonate how I want it to so I'll save I'll save a post for when it does resonate all right the algorithm doesn't particularly like you when it does that I right life than an algorithm right we wouldn't be doing it if it was all about the algorithm that's so true when I first started my artwork on Instagram it grew really quickly because I was very, I reckon I posted a drawing like four days a week because I was just like so into it and excited about it. And I've just been busier and I've drawn less. And so that's just like, like there's just this direct correlation between like the frequency that, that I posted and I don't really care. I just think it's interesting. Um, I'm not going to like force drawings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got to do it from the heart. That's what. And as soon as you don't, as soon as you stopped enjoying it, just, I always said just, okay, this is my sign that I probably just need to meditate or just take a minute or just to put my blooming phone down. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yes. I, I definitely want to do that. Okay, good. That was a good chat. I'm feeling like I just talked out a little bit of a problem that I had. <laughs> I love affirmations with stuff like this so it could be like uh, a good like, affirmation would be is like I'm I'm creative in my own way every day and that can show up completely differently right so yeah I'm always creative just sometimes that might your creative flow might be in the breakfast that you decide to make or it might be in how you do your hair that day it doesn't always have to be in the creative way that you intended it to be yesterday for example totally oh yeah and the second because it's so relevant to the people that we're speaking to right now you know if if you don't want to like do your mindfulness practice or something like you just you don't have to force it yeah 100%. yeah, yeah. totally uh, let's get into some questions okay already we just some so questions I loved coming on here last time. 
Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, we actually got a bunch of people messaged us and really enjoyed that episode, uh, which is why we're here yeah. again. Girls all sticking together. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So I post on the Instagram like I do every now and then questions people have. So mm-hmm. we're going to kick off with um, the biggest question that I think we'll spend time on today. So we're just going to like start. Making stuff with hands asks <laughs> How did you gradually introduce exercise again? How much? do you add each week now I'm sat here with feeling like a naughty school kid because you know what we're about to go on to so Mm -hmm. I actually have a confession like actually is it a confession no it's just it's just you know I'm I'm just being real yeah so last month I didn't actually get so I had I've had three recovery periods until last month when I didn't actually get my fourth and I was due on yesterday and weirdly I've had like pains like there's movement there but I haven't had anything yet and like no other signs that I might come on and to be quite frank I think that's just because I went a little bit too intense and I got a little bit cocky Mm -hmm. for me I was never told to stop exercising I was lucky enough to work with really yeah he's a big proponent of continuing to exercise just intelligently yeah and I think it's because I love her approach because well she she usually works with athletes right so tell an athlete that you're not going to work out anymore and like that's just not going to happen especially the professionals so she was said basically said like I don't want to take away such an important aspect of your life from you and also it's still beneficial if you do it in the right way but what she encouraged was that you're fueling properly and you're resting even better and you take out the intensity so I actually carried on exercising throughout recovery but I need to say that I was actually only doing like one workout I think it was only one workout a week and then maybe like a gentle jog and then the rest of the time I did yoga or I walked and then I got my first period back and I was like, yes, but I was still very, very conscious of that. So I just didn't change anything. I carried on doing mm-hmm. one workout, one gentle jog, making sure I was eating a hella load of food, loads of carbs around that. And then I get my second recovery period and I'm like, oh, okay, I think I might get this. And I think that's when I started to work out a little bit more. And then the third recovery period, I was just like all out, I was back to normal. Mm. Uh, when I say back to normal, no, comp- my new normal, I would say, I definitely wasn't like addicted to exercise like I used to be, but I was probably training around five times a week. I, ba- I went and joined the gym again. And I, although I didn't train fasted, I remember there was twice that I went to that gym and then I must have gone to the gym at like 9am and then I didn't eat again until two, which is like a big, big no-no. Yeah. For like any female, let alone if you're a sensitive little soul that's <laughs> had HA. So yeah, I think I just went all out and well, all out in terms of like how I would go all out now, I guess. And then um, I was also picking up a lot more freelance work, which added to my stress load because I was doing my own YouTube, I was doing my own Instagram, my full-time job, and I was doing loads of freelance, and I was trying to fit in exercise, so 
Unfortunately, I'm probably not the best person to say about tips around exercise apart from just just don't I just I just think if it's working for you to and you've had your first recovery period, second and your third, whatever you were doing for those first and second periods, you were probably doing it right. So just continue with that until you're a little bit more sure. And just I th- I just feel like the five day a week up probably isn't going to be suitable for you for quite a while. Mm. Yeah. The, th- the takeaway I want to get from your story is like, you don't know what your limit is in the beginning. Yeah. You want, like you don't, and it's okay if you want to find it. It's more about like, are you going to be aware enough to make the decision to go back? So that's what you did, right? You're like, Oh, okay. found the limit. And then you make adjustments. It's okay. And if you work back exercise and see a period become really long or too short or whatever, you know, just as long as you get back up, (laughs) you know, and you fall down, I think that's what makes the most sense. Definitely. And I, I think um, it's obviously, like you say, it's fine to get your limit, but I'm, want to say speaking from experience it's harder the second time round mm. in terms of like the recovery because you know you've done it before and it's like oh god now I feel like I'm back to square one and I won't lie I've really struggled with my mental health the past couple of months I haven't gained any any more weight or or anything like that would kind of trigger some bad body image or anything like that I've obviously had to now reduce a lot of my exercise but I've really struggled mentally with it because it was like oh Chloe like you you had it and you just couldn't help yourself could you and I did kind of spiral down into that whole like self-hatred and self-loathe and for quite a while actually and no kind of amount of meditation or journaling or affirmations was getting me out of it I just felt kind of like I'd let myself down so it is fine to, like of course if you want to find your limit do it but speaking from experiences like if if you do push it too far be aware that you know it might knock you quite a bit if you then have to go back into that recovery whereas actually like now I'm not doing anything apart from walking and god I wouldn't even call it a workout maybe like a 20 minute body weight just to like a couple of press ups and like body weight squats sort of yeah, thing just yeah. to like move. I do that. Um, yeah. And that's actually, if I had just continued how I was doing in the first recovery period and the second recovery period, which was actually fine, like there was no big deal with it. Like I was fine with that. I wouldn't be in this position now. So I just think it's about being aware. And another thing, sorry, I know I'm going on a bit of a rampage, but like to be aware that every stress, every every aspect like is of stress can cause ha so like just because you're not working out a- anymore but you are say doing more steps or you've decided to i don't know stop being conscious of how much you're eating and actually you find you're under eating that can cause stress to the body and also if you're working a little bit more then like if you're in a stressful situation or you go for a breakup or whatever that could be stress on the body so if you do kind of like fall back into 
like not having a period make sure you look at your whole self holistically rather than just going straight to well I haven't worked out so I don't know what's wrong with me there's like stress can show up in so many different aspects of your life yeah and it's really interesting that you uh had a hard time the second time around my experience because the same thing happened to me it just happened a long time ago that I actually almost forgot about it till you were talking but I had gotten maybe one or two periods and then I was like okay cool I I'm gonna go back to the gym and then it went away and it it was almost like that was confirmation of what I needed to do. Whereas prior, I was just always in doubt, always in doubt of the process, unsure if this was really how I needed to get my period back. Like I had all these stories in my head about why uh, eating more and resting more wasn't really what was wrong with me, you know, because it's quote unquote wrong, like, because there's a problem with me. And I, yeah, losing my period back after, like, it's like that process of elimination. And I, I had proved it at that point. And so then my attitude was very much like, oh, yeah, okay, I get it now. Let's do this. And it was easier for me because I was able to remove the doubt of what the problem was. Hmm. Yeah, I I do agree. But I think for me, the first time around is I have the support. So before I actually found I had a, it was like, I hadn't had a period, right? So I then had Rini McGregor's support and all of my family were like, so like, yeah, let's get your period back. And it was like a bit of a joke. And I I think I said it on the last podcast uh, where like my now boyfriend, when we first started dating, he was like, I'm going to be the one to get your period back. Oh, yeah. um, like a bit of like a, a running joke with all the fans. So there was so much support. Whereas actually now it's like, people are like, what? But you got it back. And, and I'm not saying they're any less supportive, not at all. Like my best friend regularly texts me like, any update on the P yet? <laughs> um, but it's, I feel like it's it's different because it's it does feel a little bit like, and it's no shade to anyone that wasn't feeling like this and, and didn't, but I was just a bit like, oh, Chloe, you had it, you donut. And now, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it's like, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. And and you had all these people and on your team. Yeah. And on my Instagram, like fully like vibing with me. And we're like, yeah, periods for everyone. And that's like, oh, no. But on the plus side of it, it gave me a shoot. I was about to swear. Sorry. Uh, A (laughs) uh, a load more content to be able to create because obviously this is just another part. (laughs) journey <laughs> that's what I was thinking I said the more experiences you have the more you can help other people definitely yeah mm-hmm. okay I love that and then the second part to this question that I want to talk about is um yeah like successfully bringing exercise back in so I did eventually do that uh, manage to do this and yeah my normal looked different okay so in the beginning I was considered myself a weightlifter I was training like six days a week um and I was you know under eating a bit to try and look a certain way and now it's like I just want to maintain my strength gains there was an opportunity I I became curious okay if I'm actually eating enough and 
if I train and eat in a surplus, could I actually get really strong? And how strong could I get on the minimum amount of viable training? So I approached it like, yeah, if I did the opposite, what thing might happen? Because when I was overtraining and under eating, I actually was like miserable, hungry, not, not very strong. Like truthfully, I, sh- I could have been stronger with the routine I was doing if I was eating more and um, like injured and just all that stuff. So now what I started to do was slowly work back in first, just the movement patterns of compound lifts. So that's squats, deadlifts and presses and really light, like no, basically no weight at all. And then progressively adding a little bit on each week, changing up the sets and reps and only doing about two days a week. So in the past, I would do like four to five lifts a day. And now I'm doing like four to five a week. (laughs) And I mean, it's not the same routine that I was able to get back, but I still, I was able to continue weightlifting and I have way more time yeah did you find that you adapted better your body yeah so I gained a ton of muscle in my legs and my butt and in my shoulders I found basically my composition changed so I maintained body fat but my body composition changed which I thought was just really interesting and I didn't do any macro tracking I didn't intentionally try to eat in a surplus because I just am confident that I know how to do that. Um, Really listened to my body. In short, I had carbs, proteins, and plenty of fat in every meal. Never trained fasted. In fact, no skipping breakfast whatsoever. Um, Yeah, I just found it it, it was, it's so much easier both mentally and physically. That's so good. Yeah, I even noticed when I had my first one to two periods. I started training uh, with a personal trainer and um, I just found that my body just adapted really, really nicely. Like I, I honestly thought this is amazing. I have my period. I am eating more than ever. I'm exercising barely anything and I feel blimmin' fantastic. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. I had to push it, didn't I? I had to just try a little bit more. (laughs) I get those thoughts too. Sometimes I'm like, something will re-motivate me to maybe like want to, but what if I could do like a competition in a few months and like see (laughs) No, it's fine. I don't need those things. Those thoughts pass so quickly because I know that I'll get distracted and think about something else. (laughs) Yeah, a good good tip for that actually is when you have those thoughts is to picture your thoughts some people say as clouds just drifting past but I really mm. like the thoughts on a river so if you get a thought like that so yeah I am now working I feel very in back in touch with my own body and my mind that if I have a thought like that I can quite happily just sort of go okay that's a thought and I put it put picture myself putting the thought on a lily pad and watching it go down the stream interesting it just leaves <laughs> Nice. I've heard these things like the clouds one before. It's never worked for me. I probably just haven't given it a a good try. I know it's very effective for most people. 
I honestly am just so used to my thought patterns now. Like a big part of this is just letting time pass, guys. You get used to your habits and yeah, they start to hold less power with time. I think that's really helpful. And so like when these thoughts come up and it sucks and it hurts, you can also just remember, I think, A, do a mix, right? Do a close saying and like let those thoughts pass you by and also take comfort in the fact that with time, they'll hold less weight and you'll be able to let them pass by quicker and quicker. Definitely. And I I do think it's that power of remembering you are not your thoughts. Mm. If, if you were every thought that you had, that would be weird, right? Like, <laughs> dude, my best friend was just saying the exact same. I wonder if it's from, is it from something? The same thing. She was like, we all have weird thoughts. Like pe- everyone stood on a train station and seen the train on seeing the train coming and thought I could just jump in front of that train. Like those weird psycho thoughts, but you're not going to do it. So yeah. like you're that that's proof. That's proof. An extreme <laughs> example because we all do that, that you're not your thoughts. Definitely. Yeah. It's so interesting. That came up twice in 24 hours. <sighs> okay. Next question. Go for it. All right. Uh, do you have any advice on sharing and discussing recovery when newly dating and making new friends? Yeah, I would say own it. Like if I think I am obsessed with hearing people's stories. So I love listening to like how they've got to their position that they're in now. And I just think like, especially around periods, periods aren't chatted enough about as it is. So normalize it. I would just say like, just come all out with it. I think it's probably a lot easier for me to say that because I do talk about it on the internet, right? So I appreciate that. But I think just becoming upfront with it especially in like the dating like I just said to my boyfriend like yeah I don't have a period and he bearing in mind he does not know fitness obsessed clothes and I was like yeah I was like obsessed with the gym and stuff and I'm kind of recovering from that and he was like what you were obsessed with the gym like I never put you in that and so I think new friends and new partners partly own it but also take this opportunity as to be the to show up as the person you really are rather than the fitness person that everyone else kind of knew you as or that like this is your opportunity to completely start fresh and completely not attach yourself to that label but yeah I would also own it just because I think a more awareness as as possible and to normalize periods as possible then the better yeah I just totally agree with you like again you know I talk about it a lot on the internet. So of course I'm like, there's so all these amazing things happen when you get really, when you become really public about it and it's so free and dude, you make so many friends, <laughs> but I like, I also just have to acknowledge that there are people who would rather not you, Rachel G411 are asking how to do it. So this tells me that you want to. So I suppose here's just like scenarios where I've taken advantage of it. Right. Um, one is just when people ask like about your workouts or something, 
they might ask they'll be like oh how's the gym because they know that you're into it and I'll just be like oh I'm actually not going as much now I'm trying to get my period back like straight up I'll just say that because there's not really any other way to like make it organically work into the conversation so if it's important to you to share you could do it and especially like I think context is important I think it's personally more awkward when someone's just like oh yeah I'm not going as much anymore like you're closing off the conversation um there's like no dialogue allowed there and it can catch some people like deer in headlights it can make some people confused but I don't care like that's their own like weirdness around the topic and it kind of needs to be normalized their own perception isn't it like you only know your own reality right so like I think if if they're not and that's why I do think it's really beneficial that the more the more you do open up to your family about it and 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 friends and new partners and stuff that the the easier it becomes because I don't think that we'll ever this is something that will probably always carry like this is part of your journey right this is you so if they're if they're going to be in your life then you like they they're going to need to know this about you mm-hmm. I also think like when it comes to first telling family if like because I'm aware that there might be some people that have HA but might not have told any of their family or, or their friends yeah just the education around around it and just kind of like starting off with that oh mm, I don't have my period and I've done research and it's because of this and just being kind of like oh yeah so I've been researching about this and presenting them with the facts and the science first before then saying an, an opinion if that makes sense because I think we're sorry there's lots of people out there that want to give their opinion out on it and if if people aren't aware of it they might be thinking oh don't be silly like you're healthy and you go to the gym that's Mm -hmm. so nice you've probably got something like a lot more medical with you so if you can present people with like science first it kind of helps eliminate those unwanted opinions yeah that's a really good point people are definitely gaslighty around this subject And they just think like, what do you mean being a fit, healthy person is like doing this to you? It's very confusing when you're, when you're saying something to someone that potentially could shake their entire belief system and just be extremely confusing. You do want to have some tact and yeah, going, going in with the facts in that kind of that soft way of just like, like you can make it sound pretty logical, right? oh, well, I have been working out a lot and I'm really tired. <laughs> I've been working out a lot and I think I need to back off a bit um, for my health. Like sometimes you can just make it, you know, that is the fact, that is the science and that's a, a softer way that's like harder to argue with as well. Yeah. I I think if you can become comfortable with yourself around your own period and Mm. like your own female health and your own kind of like, once you've become comfortable with that within yourself, it makes it easier to be able to then talk to others about it. So I think that if you're worried about how to tell people, make sure you've looked after number one and you've accepted it and you've come to terms with it and you understand it, then, then that makes it easier to talk to other people, right? Yeah, that's a really good point. Like early on, it was really hard for me to to say it. And then 
have people kind of retort and then me feel still so unsure and so uncomfortable with the whole thing that I didn't really know how to respond and like stand my ground and like ignore whatever they have to say. Yeah, I love it. Thanks. Cool. Last question. Mm -hmm. Vicky, Vicky asks, just dealing with bad body image days, how to deal with the little bit of doubt about the process working for you? Wow. Yeah. Um, if you ask me on a good day, mm. <laughs> I could probably rattle off loads of loads of tips and I'm like, oh, just wear sexy underwear, blah, 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 blah. On a bad <laughs> day, I'm like, oh, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah. I think I think the big thing is is acceptance, right? And and to think of the bigger picture. So, okay, yeah, you might be having a bad body image day. You don't look like what you used to look like, but look at the bigger picture how much more of a life do you have what are your relationships like what do you get to do now what do you enjoy doing now what flavors have you tasted what foods have you tried what experience can you now remember because you're not so bogged down by the thoughts of food and I think if you can detach yourself from your body and just look at your life as a bigger picture and as a whole that really really helps me because it's like it's just that reminder that's like oh yeah I am so much more than how I look. That's a big one for me. And then a more like physical route and direct route for body, bad body days would be dress up, get up in the morning, dress up, get ready for the day, do your hair, do your makeup and wear some clothes that you you feel comfortable in, but you also feel good in. I think that's really key. It's very common for us, where, like for girls, when they have a bad body day to just chuck on anything and not do their hair and whatever, but actually show up for yourself. Mm -hmm. Think about who is that dream person? Who is that, who is that part of you? that is living her dream life and she's got her period back and and she feels great what when you get your period back what are you kind of thinking that your life is going to be like who's this dream person that you want to be in six months time three years time picture that person and show up as her because even though you don't have your period back you can definitely damn act like it and I think mm. if you can just picture that in your mind even if you journal a little bit, just write out your dream life, what you would feel, what you would do, how you would feel about yourself and really embody that. And then you can show up for her. And then suddenly I just feel like, it's like, okay, yeah, I don't look like how I used to. Yeah, all right, I'm, I'm maybe potentially due on or when I might be due on because a lot of the time in HA, you might have like ghost periods. Like before, I don't know if you had that, Danny, where like you have all the symptoms and no actual bleed. Yeah, yeah, I used to yeah. for a long time. Yeah. yeah. So like around that, you might then feel even worse around your body because you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so ready for a period, but like nothing, which can often knock your confidence. But if you can just keep in your mind, bigger picture and show up as the girl that you want to be, I think that really helps take away the whole limelight on what your body looks like yeah and I love that going with your acceptance piece too also accepting that it's okay to doubt the process because it's new, you're, it, it's new and you're gonna doubt either way right then you're gonna be like you know what yeah I'm gonna stop doing this and I'm gonna go back to whatever I was doing before and then you're gonna sit there and you're gonna doubt that that was the right the right choice as well you can't get away from it you're, so 
you know, it's like, is what you're doing right now what you want to be trying? Okay, good. Yeah, that's I, a great question to ask yourself. <laughs> definitely, and I think yeah, like you say, it's it's fine to have those. It's fine to have those doubts, and it's fine to have those bad days. Those feelings that come up, every single feeling is warranted. Don't ever feel like you need mm. to suppress your feelings, and that they're not valued because how you feel really is valuable I feel like if you're going through HK you've probably suppressed so much of yourself for however long and you've kind of pushed down those feelings and you've suppressed them and you've channeled it into different avenues like exercise or dieting that now is the perfect time to just sit with those feelings and and really think okay like this is how I'm feeling right now and that's okay yeah hell yeah and I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure lots of people hate that answer, but it's just so true. When you can start to just like accept every single feeling that comes into you and like we are saying before, and let it pass by like a cloud, I suppose I do do that then. Yeah. yeah you just like, you let it come in and you're just like, it's oh, you up. again. Like it's <laughs> tough to just sit there. But I think I, I often as well go back to what the things that I did at the very, very start. So what motivates me the most to get my period back. So I would re-listen to podcasts that tell me about the dangers of HA. I would reread the No Period Now What book. I would jump on the HA Society, which I did, right? I cut it was yes. last week. Or was it this week? I jumped on and I was like, guys, that I haven't had there's just reach out for just to keep reminding yourself about why you're doing this, because I think a lot mm. of the time we can we can forget and we can just get into that mode and we're like oh I'm disgusting I hate myself I want to go back to normal and it's like just it's okay just let's read again let's remind ourselves why yeah I love that like take action when this is happening like take action what is going to help you refocus and get pumped up again yeah and sometimes I think like bad body days doesn't necessarily that there could be a reason behind that in the sense of like are you stressed at work how are your is your relationships going at the moment have you seen any friends or spoken to any friends and loved ones have you moved your body at all because like no one's telling you to not move your body like maybe you just need a good stretch or you need to get outside because you've been Mm. in all day or actually you need to reach out to your best friend or you know you need to you just need to vent or something like look at your life as a whole because it might not actually be about your body it might be mm. it might, that might just be the first thing that you come along to right the first thing that you go to hate but actually when you look at the root it's like oh yeah actually I haven't been outside today and I haven't even drank a glass of water for five hours maybe I should start there and just bring it back to the basics of like nature movement gentle movement obviously mm. fresh air and ha- like water have you eaten enough have you like that sort of thing have you have you eaten enough veggies that sort of thing that will make you feel good I love it yeah the basics are gonna get you there yeah 100% yeah amazing love the answers today thank you so much and showing up I am like exhausted right now and I just appreciate you bringing the love the life into me today <laughs> I'm pumped. Talking about it gets me so pumped. <laughs> my boyfriend's in the living room doing uni work and we've we both said after this after I've been on this podcast, we'll actually like spend the evening together because I spend a lot of my time just 
working of an evening he does it a lot of uni and now he better be ready because I'm pumped I'm in a good mood after this chat so thank you <laughs> oh you're so welcome where can people where can people go and hang out with you um so I'm at Chloe Hodgkinson on Instagram and I'm also on YouTube I post um to YouTube once a week and I post to Instagram daily uh talking all periods spirituality body accept- acceptance positive vibes that kind of thing so yeah, I'm over. <laughs> We're talking positive vibes. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much and everyone have an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening today, guys. Please subscribe to the podcast. And if you could head to iTunes specifically and leave a rating or review, that would help so much because it makes it easier for other people with HA who are Googling around to find the podcast really easily. So if you do that, you're doing a service to all of the women.